Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode. On the show today, I review a couple of films that I've seen in the past week, Captain Marvel and The Dirt about Motley Crue. This, plus some spring break fantasies and wishes and dreams, along with purging things that don't spark joy, plus ugly and awkward moments of the week, spring break edition. Thank you so much. Shop lipandclip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. The coven has arrived, people. Clear out. Paula. More than words. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 359. We are Sisters Who Podcast. Spring is here and it's kind of um, icky right now, but actually it's spring weather. This is literally what it's like in the spring. It's rainy, it's cold, it's warm all at once, all in one day. It's like Mother Nature has schizophrenia. (laughs) It's just like it's got many faces. Yeah, I don't don't know why people are so surprised by the rain. I mean, we usually get a rainy season up until... Mm -hmm. I want to say almost like mid-May. It it doesn't really get hot until closer to Memorial Day. But all I know is I am ready for summer. I am over it. I'm done. I I am a summer. I love the summer more than anything else. I'm always sad when it turns to fall. So I'm looking forward to the three months of hot. I'm ready. So ready. And the my allergies are horrible. I'm which doing I absolutely okay. hate. Yeah, I don't know why, yeah. I, but I'm more of like a mold allergy person. So yes, like winter, fall, I don't. I'm not very happy. Yes. So with spring, a lot of new programming comes out. Mm-hmm. Netflix has finally released some stuff I'm actually interested in watching, and Amy Schumer's new special came out. Her new stand-up special yeah. on Netflix. I know that you kind of burned out on her, but yeah. I actually really, I actually really like her, and so. We, I, I mean, I've developed some sympathy since she's been pregnant. Um, she's had the uh, the throw up mm-hmm. uh, disorder. I can't remember the name Hyper, of it. Hyperemesis. Hyperemesis, and she talks about it at length in this setup, which I was kind of excited to see her have new material because she's pregnant, and so I knew she was going to be because she's very graphic, and which is one of the reasons why I like her because no comedian, there's not too many comedians who are really graphic about what it's like to be a woman mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. We are graphic, right? But we're not comedian. You know, we we don't have millions of people right. loving everything we say. So she comes out and she's she looks adorable. She's very pregnant. She's probably six or seven months pregnant. Uh huh. She is puffy in the face. She's gained weight in all the places that women don't like to gain their weight. Her legs look thick. You know, it's just, you know how it is. I mean, maybe you don't. I mean, were you one of those cute women who only had a belly? Yeah, I was. I wasn't. I mean, when I delivered Ryan, I walked in and they weighed me and I weighed 136 pounds. So Mm. I was teensy, teensy, tiny. And then, of course, with Olivia, (laughs) I lost, you know, 20 pounds the first trimester. So, well, you had you had the hypermesis. Yeah. Hyperemesis. So hyperemesis. Well, she said hypermesis. So maybe she was saying it on on purpose that way. But anyway, her journey through this pregnancy has been funny because she said 
Everybody always says that, you know, pregnancy is amazing and wonderful. She goes, it's fucking hard. It is not easy. Mm-mm. It is. Everything's difficult. Nothing is pleasant. She goes, the things you see in the movie, they're like, oh, they get the little stick and they're so excited. And then they see the, the next thing you know, they're in little overalls painting the nursery together. She's like, that's all bullshit. None of that's real. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, well, welcome to reality. Isn't mm-hmm. that interesting? She's, she's like, yes, I've been throwing up all the time. And did you know there's something called gag porn? What? Yeah, and it was funny. So she said, yeah, there's gag porn. And I went, literally audibly, I went, what is that? <laughs> and Daryl is silent. And I said, I turned, I'm like, do you know what gag porn is? He's all, mm, mm. And I said, well, what is it? Apparently, guys get off on women gagging on men's penises. Right. And sometimes throwing up. <laughs> Ew. And she said, if you had been in my, if you have that fetish and if you had been in my house for the last six months, you'd be rock hard all the time because <laughs> I throw up constantly. So I said, oh man, I, I mean, I did not have what you had. I had the mouthwatering thing, mm-hmm. which is equally as torturous, but it's been interesting to, you know, it was interesting to watch her talk. She actually tried to not throw up at one time yeah. on the stage and it was like, oh my God, I literally felt like I was going to throw up because I've been there. I don't know how she was able to do a whole segment because I literally, when I had it, <laughs> I threw up anywhere from five to seven times a day. She, that's what she said. She goes, it's not, you don't throw up just once. It's all the day long. Mm-hmm. She's like, I, I, this part was really funny because her and her sister are like best friends. And so she's there all, you know, she's with her constantly. Mm-hmm. And so um, she said there was one time early on where I had to go to the hospital because I just wasn't being hydrated enough. I couldn't keep anything down. And so I went to the hospital and the doctor said, um, you are going to be here for about five hours because we need to get you rehydrated. Make sure you won't throw up. And she said, so I'm sitting there going, OK, five hours. And my husband looks at my sister and goes, hey, you know, there's a there's one of those painting pottery places down the street you want to go. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, leave me here. Go paint your pottery. And so I'm like, that's odd. So they go to paint the pottery. She goes, a couple of hours later, my sister comes blowing into the room and she's like, I just want you to know, be nice to him. He worked really hard on this. And she's like, "Um, okay, what are you talking about? She said, you know, most people, when they go to paint pottery for someone, they get a little teddy bear or a little vase or something like that. No, my husband got a plate. And decided to paint a picture of me. (laughs) So they show the picture. And she goes, I look like Donald Trump. And her (laughs) mouth is like a little pink bow. (laughs) It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. But he was so proud of it. Because that's why he wanted to go. He wanted to make her a present. So he comes back. He's so in love with her. It's insane. And so she's like, oh, my God, this is what I look like to you. She goes, I'm in the hospital. I look like shit. This is the picture. So she's but the sister was like, please be nice to him. He tried so hard on this. And I just can imagine me in the hospital and you coming in going, Jamie, please be nice to him. He works so hard on this. He was trying so hard. And Daryl comes in and goes, look what I made for you. And I said, oh, my God, it's like my life. It's like I'm watching my life. And I turned to Daryl and I said, she could be our friend. She could be in our family. This is literally one of us. I don't know. It's so No, seriously, Paula. Seriously. I mean, I have. I have issue with mates leaving the hospital. I mean, I know it's probably PTSD for me, but yes, I just I struggle with it. First of all, if I'm that ill, I don't want anyone around me. I'd be like, go get out. I don't want them necessarily around me, but they're not leaving that hospital. I would be fine with it. She was initially mad. But when he obviously came back 
with a gift that was the whole point why he wanted to leave it wasn't like he didn't want to paint a fucking plate of my face that looks like (laughs) shit (laughs) i know it's true anyway i know you i I really encourage you to try to find it if you can i thought it was quite funny we don't have netflix anymore i don't know know. why you know what i don't even know what we have it's so confusing i mean you can probably find clips of it on YouTube. Maybe is my yeah. guess. So, but I would encourage you to try to find some of it. I I thought a lot of it was really funny. Oh no, she's super so, funny. So yeah, I'll have yeah, to yeah. ask was... Ryan what we have because he <laughs> he knows what what channels I can watch. It's just the reason I bring it up is in our last episode at the end of the show we were talking about Craigslist and stuff, and she had this really great advice. Now we are not we are not millennials. No, but millennials are not that far away from us. I mean, they're in their late mid to late 30s. It's not like they're 15 years old, but their idea, their concept of how to communicate with potential mates and lovers is very different than was for me and you. And so there's a lot of dick pics that are sent. And I've received a couple unwarranted Before? and unnecessary. Uh, of dick pics yeah i guess i have too i have and i just kind of just i actually don't give it any credence at all i kind of ignore it and then they'll they'll send another one and then you know and then once they realize i'm not going to respond they just stop it's usually snapchat actually i don't get them on any other i don't get them on uh, i've had one on twitter once but no one has my phone number so they're not texting them to me anyway she said so apparently if you get a dick pic send back a dick pic and then they'll get confused and go oh wait what i thought you were a girl or something and that will keep them most people will stop sending you dick pics if you send one back so you just have to like save one in your phone and then just keep sending it like the same or one just, or just or whatever and just say you know or send it back and they'll go oh i i thought you were a girl and you're like oh i thought we were just trading our favorite dick pics <laughs> So I'm like, that's a really good way to do that. That's a good way to handle it. You could just say, I'm in transition. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. You're like, oh, I thought this is what we were doing. I'm sorry. What did you want? What? What? This is it. Yeah, this is mine. So anyway, I'm like, oh, good advice. Good advice. If I ever get one, I will quickly Google search a dick pic and send it. I just don't understand the whole point of a dick pic. I mean. Oh, Paula, I have no idea why. Where did this come from? What woman said, yes, this is great. I love this. And now everyone in the world is sending dick pics to women. I mean, I know men are very proud of their wieners. And congratulations. This is me. This is what I have. I know they like to smack them around on things and, you know. (laughs) Makes them Their feel little ni- sword. Makes them feel nice, and <sighs> I don't know, but I don't know. But it's it's funny because you know it used to be the opposite, and now everybody in the world, everyone, come see how great I look. You know, it's like I I don't know when that transitioned to everyone needs to see everyone's penis. But like, I, mean, I do not. If we sent true vagina pics, they probably wouldn't even know what they were looking at at first. They were like, "What is this? What is this? Is, is this is this your elbow crease? Like, what is this? <laughs> is that the back of your throat? What what is, is that, that? Your lunch? What is? What are you eating? <laughs> is that beef stew? Is that a sea urchin? <laughs> What is that? Is that a sea creature? Is that an autopsy? Is that your butthole? Oh my God. What is that? That's a balloon knot? I don't know. I, you know, and the thing is, is some men are so hungry for anything. If you sent them some inanimate object that looked relatively close to something of a genital, they would be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Not even knowing, like, you just masturbated to my curtain rod, you idiot. That would be so funny. I wonder if I have something. 
God, I'm going to have to look around. Well, are you getting a flurry of dick pics? No, <laughs> I'm just saying I, I wish I could send one to someone that looks like, you know, I'm wondering if I have like hamburger meat or something like Ew! that, that I can like shape in the form of something. And now, see, you're, now that's just too much effort. I like, wouldn't go through all that. I, at, I would be at a raw I'd egg. <laughs> In the process, I'd be like, oh, this would be hilarious. And the next thing I'd be like, what am I doing with my life? Why am I spending so much energy on this? No, I'm not doing this. I don't know. Just Google dick pic and send it back. That's all I would do. Maybe um, I'll just, oh, I know what I could. I just could Google vagina and then just send them a picture of that one. Find like the prettiest, <gasps> the prettiest one possible and send it. Why would you? No. And then just make not. them believe that's what mine looks like. Nah. I w- well, I mean, go ahead, but I would never do it. Okay, so speaking of vagina, I saw Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, the chick. Last the, week. The chick. Brie Captain. Larson. Yeah. Oh, Captain Brie Marvel. Larson, really? Oh, she's so good. Oh, okay, that's good. She just It is kinda, such a fun she movie. She's kind of tame to me. Oh, no. It is so very girl power. I don't know. I mean, I, I consider myself very women forward like you know i'm all about women you know feeling powerful and feeling like they're on equal footing with anybody else i'm not gonna go out and wear my pussy hat and march in the streets right but i'm definitely all about women not feeling like they should feel scared or intimidated by anything Mm -hmm. this film is like that plus the marvel obviously the superhero part of it as well Mm -hmm. it's a great fun movie i don't know what the reviews are i never really looked at it but in general, it went really fast. And I was like, oh, my God, it's over already. <laughs> like, it was really fun to watch. We went to uh, a movie where it's adult only. Oh, so, it's so like after no kids allowed. No kids allowed. It was it was one of those places where there's a bar in the lobby. Oh, so you can go in, you can order a cocktail, you can have some bar food if you want. You can order your popcorn at the bar and then you walk into the theater now theaters all have the easy chairs with the tables and stuff. It's super comfy. And the theaters, this one specifically, the theater is smaller. So there's not a lot of people, as many people, but you have waiters and you can press a button and they'll come and take your order if you want like another refresher of a cocktail. That's cool. It was awesome. Now, we didn't really do that because I'm not going to pound down a bunch of gin and tonics watching a two hour movie, but just the idea that you have the ad- option is great. And if you order popcorn, it's free refills for the whole night. Wow. So, you know, it's neat. Well, it's a, it's like a whole experience. It is. And so I said, well, this was super fun. I, I don't need it, but it's cool to do if we're, you know, want to see like a Disney movie and we don't want all the kids there. That, right. would, that would be fun. Like when Toy Story 4 comes out, I will totally see it there. Right. Okay. So I don't have to deal with the kids going, Mom, why is he dead? Yeah. That <laughs> you know, would I don't be want annoying. that. Yeah, because it may it may happen. So I don't really want to deal with it. So I saw that. And then on Netflix, I know you don't have Netflix, but I saw The Dirt, the, the Motley Crue movie. Oh, yeah. Paula, it is so fucking good. It looks so it is, cheesy. No, it's not cheesy at all. It is so good. It is so good. And what I love about it, first of all, Motley Crue actually directed and produced it with along with others. Oh, okay. So... These guys that portray them are like spot on. And what I loved about it, honestly, is I didn't know a lot about their backgrounds because I I was introduced to Motley Crue when I was 12. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I didn't really know much about them. So when I heard Shout Out the Devil, I was like, 
who is this? Mm -hmm. These people are awesome. And then right after that, I was introduced to Guns N' Roses. So Mm -hmm. I became a headbanger. I mean, the the new rock Mm -hmm. back then when I was very young. And, you know, our parents were like, you will not listen to this devil music. Oh, please. Dad had like all the albums. At least Guns N' Roses and Def Leppard and Journey. Yeah, that's that's more yacht rocky rock. Yeah, they're tame. But GNR and Motley Crue were unlike anything I'd heard before. And I was just like in love immediately. So I didn't really know. And, you know, we didn't have social media. So it's not like you can do a deep dive on Nikki Six. Like no one, you only know what you can hear or read about. And there weren't that many rock magazines that were going to get into the fact that he was abused and all this other garbage. Right. So anyway, very cool movie. And someone, I had said something about how great it was and how much I was just completely entranced for an hour and 45 minutes. I never stopped watching the screen. They were like, oh, it was so sanitized. They didn't even talk about half the shit they did. And I'm like, I, it's, it's apparent. It's mm-hmm. obvious that they were far more debased than what you're seeing in an hour and a half. But to watch them go from nobodies to these superstars. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, at the end, they show actual footage of their last performance, which was in 2015. And it's so reminiscent. And I'm like, God, I wish I wish we could go back to the 80s again. What a time. Do you know how many times I say that to myself? Because that's, oh. well, it's not all I listen to, but I listen to a lot of 80s music. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, compared to today, musicianship is mm-hmm. just not the same. Like nobody it, plays instruments anymore. It seems they do. Like. Well, here's the thing. Those people exist. They're just not on the radio. Right. You have to, you have to go find it. And, but you're right. But, but bands like Motley Crue, I mean, the one that I can think of that's the most relevant right now that's really super popular is like the Foo Fighters. And they've been yeah. around since the 90s, the 80s. And he's always encouraging like music in schools and, yeah. you know, kids to just pick up an instrument and start messing around with it and learn to, you know, teach yourself. And what what I loved also, and I, I saw this flippant remark, and it, but it was true. It's like the most shocking thing about the movie was how much they practiced. Mm-hmm. They were doing band practice all the time. And it was really interesting. And and their their feelings about certain albums and stuff like that. It's like, you know, we love Home Sweet Home, you know, uh, Girls, 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 that album. And they hated the album. Oh, they, they hated did? it. They thought it was crap. They, they liked those two songs, but they didn't like any of the other stuff. They said it's crap. It's not even good, you know. Probably was too commercial for them. I don't know. But and then ultimately at the end, they got the rights to their music. Their masters, which yeah. no one did. No one, no one, the the uh, record companies hold the masters for most artists. Motley Crue got their music. And even the Beatles didn't have their music back then. Wow. So it was a huge deal. And they make it such a, a minor footnote. I'm like, they're going to, they are rich for life. They never mm-hmm. have to work again. They own the rights to their own music. That's but some a huge of them are deal. so fucked up, though. Well, I don't know how they are now, but it kind of ends with they've all kind of learned their lessons. Like, I know Nikki Six is hardcore sober. Like, oh, he, that's good. Vince Neil yeah. is just an absolute drunk. So. Who? Vince, Vince Neil? Neil? I think he's sober. Is that why? Isn't that why he's so fat? Maybe he's sober now, but I mean, he's yeah. got, he's probably had at least a half a dozen DUIs. And that dude has been through some shit. And I mean, he's married, like, he's been married four or five times. Yeah, well, you know, they go through every stripper or playboy bunny. (laughs) So, 
it's funny though because you do elicit some sympathy for him because you know he lost his daughter when she was like seven years old to oh cancer. my god oh that's awful and they go through the whole thing in the movie and i'm like i can't believe i'm crying at the dirt <laughs> i mean he went through some serious shit he yeah. did specifically and so and some of it was self-induced of course but you know he didn't do anything to you know he didn't that. do that yeah and i think that breaks people and so i but what i loved about the movie is although they went through some crazy times they are family and yeah. they ultimately love each other and they it made it seem like for the most part they have put their demons aside and they're better people now mm-hmm. i'm not saying they're good people or anything i don't even know but it was a really cool take on Molly Crew, and it made me just go, "God, I wish it was the '80s again. I wish yeah. that we were still listening to this stuff. It's so fun." And I just, I was singing every song, and I was like, I was smiling, and I was like, "Look at all the the things they're wearing, all that, sh- all the crazy big hair, and the mini skirts, and the tank tops, and all the crazy makeup." And mm-hmm. God, I just miss those days so much. And I wish I had just been like a decade older when they came out, so I could have really enjoyed the '80s. Yeah. But I I didn't. I was too young, unfortunately. <sighs> I know. Yeah, actually, I was kind of surprised that they started. Didn't they start in like the late 70s? Yeah, 78. They were one of the yeah. original bands. They were. And they played and together for, in, I mean, 30 years, long, I think. Something. Yeah, it was really a good film. So if you're my age or you love Motley Crue, I mean, you'll love the movie. I, I don't know anyone who hated it. You'll like it. I think so. Anyway. I wanted to ask you about this. It's not on the outline, but I wanted to ask you about this. You posted that NAMI is doing a walk for mental health. Yes. And it's their you... uh, annual walk that they do. When is it? I think Did it's you... in May. Okay. Are you suggesting that we walk? Well, I was thinking we we always are telling people that that's what we support. And yes. I do it. Let me pull I would it do it. Here. And I thought maybe if we could raise a little money in the process. Mm. Let me see here. I would do it, Paula. I mean, it's like what? Is it a 5K or something? Uh, or do it's you just like that? Walk? It's just it's just a walk around the it's, park, really. It's symbolic. Like, and are we going to get. I don't even think we have to walk. Like, so. are our lips going to glisten? Is it that much of a walk or is it just. You it's know, a really slow walk. I have to tell you, I would love the idea of doing that and we can accessorize with really cool, you know, sweatshirts or something Mm -hmm. and we could look cool doing it and raising a little money for mental health awareness. I'm all in. All in. The only hang up I have about it is a lot of the walk is sponsored by the company that fired me. (laughs) So (laughs) that could be awkward, but I'm willing to bite that bullet. Well, let's do some research, and if we decide to do it, then we'll do a thing. Let me see when We'll it make is. it a thing. It's May 4th. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. Awesome. What time does it start? 9 a.m. <sighs> no, actually, check-in time starts at 8 a.m. You know, maybe we can send producer Dub to represent. It's at William Land Park. Okay, so if we decide to do this, we will send producer Dub. We don't have to walk. We could just raise money for the walk, perhaps. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of just write a freaking check then. This is uh, going from bad to worse. What now? Nothing. I'm just saying like we're we're slowly backing our way out of something. No, we're not. No, we're not. Something we haven't even signed up for yet. Okay. It says it's a 5K, three loops. 
with okay. one or two mile options available. Well, we'll clearly be doing we're, the one mile just, option. We'll, we'll do the less option, but <laughs> we'll send producer Dub down to check us in because we will not be prepared. And then we'll arrive somehow on time. The walk starts at 10. Oh, we can do that. That's the pro- easy. The program starts at nine. I think that's where all the speakers start speaking. Well, we don't have to see any of that. We don't care. So we'll just Kitty. show up. What? <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> Paula, we're raising money for a good cause. We don't have to see the speaking. Do we have we to see the speaking? We do care because, I mean, don't you want to hear about some of the advancements or where the money might be going to or, you know. <laughs> I'm I mean, living the advancements. I wouldn't say, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, What? Hey, baby steps. All right. We're doing the thing. What more? I mean, we're going to show up. (laughs) What more? We'll make Ryan and Daryl walk the walk. We'll just show up and drink our coffee with our big sunglasses. Do you think we can get Stephanie to do this? Jamie, we can even get Stephanie to meet us for lunch. You know what? I am taking such issue with that girl right now. Privately texting you. It's like, what the hell? (laughs) All right, I'll read you what it said. Hold on. Okay, so she for the last two weeks has said, hey, let's do brunch. I miss you guys. And I'm like, I miss you too. Yes, absolutely. Let's do brunch. She has Monday off. And she said, yeah, it's April 1st. I go, is this a fucking joke? Because she has been notorious for trying to throw April Fool's jokes on our asses all our life. There was like a whole, there was a whole conversation that you guys did that I didn't read because it just got too, I I couldn't catch up and because you guys talk too fast. Okay. I had suggested a place that's close to me and Stephanie and Stephanie was saying, well, that sounds super fun, except it's super far away from you, Paula. And I did, but I didn't respond to that because I didn't want to say, well, it's everything's far away for her. Like nothing's close to you. You're Mm -hmm. like super far away from all of us. So I didn't really want to say that because I'm like, well, I don't want to be the asshole. I mean, we can always go downtown because she started suggesting butter and bacon and all the stuff downtown. And I'm like, I'm I'm fine driving down there. But I just thought, you know, this is a great place. It's cheap. It's some of the old waitresses from Sam's work there. And I just thought it'd be kind of fun. Okay. but she was I think she was more concerned about you not coming because it was kind of far away. And so then she sends you. Hey, if it's just us, fuck okay. Jamie. No, that's not what we'll she go. said. We'll go. This is what she said. <laughs> Do you want to try and get some food together on Monday? I'll come out there even if Jamie doesn't want to. Bitch! <laughs> Why would she say that? I'm so mad. I'm so mad. She's acting, she's acting like, like, fuck her. I'm not going downtown. I've never said that. I'm so out of my mind. I'm like, you know what? You mental lightweight. I'm so mad. I'm like, how could you ever think that? I will fucking drive. You guys are so funny. I will come out to that place. Just tell me what time to be there. Well, if she will respond to you, maybe you should say something. Okay. Where is this? This conversation? It's actually some of the Sam's waitresses work there. Yes. I'll just say I'll be there. (laughs) be there what time (sighs) swear to god sisters are so difficult for heaven's sakes that was funny (laughs) i swear to god she would throw me under the bus for anything 
Well, that's why she texted it to me. <laughs> Are we not inviting the other one? Are we just not interested in that addition? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Has she has she reached out to Allison? I mean, are we going to go all in? Because well, we'll mean, just shut that place down if all four of us are there. It'll be like a damn party. Like, what's going on? Is there some kind of event? Yeah. Seriously, like, the yes. Camp, the Campos sisters are here. The coven has arrived, people. Clear out. Okay, so it is spring cleaning time. Do you, uh, do you do that? Do you purge in the spring? I don't even clean my house. Okay. What I re- came to realize is that I never really went through all of our items when we moved. So when we, the, the clothes of this house that we live in now came so quickly that we literally were throwing shit in boxes and getting out. We had like mm-hmm. three days. Mm-hmm. So as you know, my son's coming in to move. He's moving in with us for a few months so he can save up some money so he can upgrade his living, can you know, living ideal place and all that stuff. And so I'm like, OK, we have a lot of stuff we need to get rid of. We need to whatever. Now, I never watched the show about the woman who says get rid of things that spark joy. But I do know how to spring clean. What? Get rid of things that spark joy. Don't get rid of things. That, yeah. Oh, it, don't. Okay. Yeah, it's like there, there's that woman. I can't remember her name, but she's she had a Netflix show where she's she's like practically an OCD person where she just she literally gets off on organizing and cleaning and paring down things because people have a hard time letting things go. That's why people have so much crap. As soon as I get a job, I'm hiring a house cleaner. I know, but this is like cleaning out your closets and donating all your old clothes and stuff like that. We did that, but the problem is, is they're all still in trash bags in the garage, so they've actually (laughs) not made them to the Goodwill yet. Right. And so I decided I needed to clean out my closet. All of the the mementos and things that I have, like the kids and stuff like that, they're in cardboard boxes. And I've always said I need to go through that stuff and I need to put it in like bins because we have ours in plastic tubs. Yeah, exactly. So I needed to transition that stuff because cardboard boxes fall apart relatively quickly or they get wet or something like that. Right. And so I have these two boxes in my closet and that kind of started everything. So first I said, I have so many clothes that I will never, ever wear. They're two sizes too big. And I keep keep holding on to them thinking I'm going to get fat again. Okay. So I don't get rid of them because I'm afraid I'm not going to have anything to wear. (laughs) So finally I said, you know what? I'm getting rid of this stuff. So I cleaned out my closet of all the clothes that I never wear. And I put them, you know, I put them in donation bags. I got rid of all the t-shirts and stuff that I used to hide in. You know, I got rid of all of those. So my closet's looking pretty bare. And then I took out the boxes and started transitioning all the stuff into bins. And of course, I don't know about you, but I ran into all the baby things. Oh, God. All the pictures, all the stuff. And I was just like, oh, my God, look at it. And I started just transporting myself back in time. You know that that scene in Christmas Vacation where he's stuck up in the attic and he starts watching old films of the family? <laughs> yes. And he's putting on all the clothes to stay warm. That I, I found ski hats and gloves. And I found my old drill team gloves from high school. And I was just going through all this stuff. And I started Snapchatting the family. And I was like, okay, I've really gone over. I had gone spiral. I'd spiraled completely. So you probably made a bigger mess than you actually meant to. It is destroyed in this room. My bedroom looks like a welfare recipient home. Oh it, there God. are piles of memories everywhere but i did ultimately get the the closet done but now there's piles of stuff everywhere and i just i'm you know now i'm stuck because 
I'm running. I ran out of time. Mm-hmm. So nothing is sparking joy. But I did get all the bags to the Goodwill. Thank God. Well, that's good. I got that's that part half, out. That's half the battle. Seriously. <sighs> it's so hard to because everything has an emotional connection. Well, because you stuff. just remember what they looked like in it, and of course, whenever mm-hmm. I see it get the clothes, I start like bouncing them like I'm holding a baby, and then I put it over my shoulder and start burping <laughs> it, and you know, That's funny. pretend like you know they're in there. I mean, it's so cool to go down memory lane, and what's funny is now. People don't do that anymore because everything's on their phone or on their computer. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to go through physical items or like photos anymore. It's so different. Well, that's what all those organizers suggest. They're like, take a picture of it. And I'm like, it's not the same. No, I want to hold it. I want to look at it and smell it because it smells smell like it. your baby. Yeah, yeah it's true. It I, the true. only thing is a cat somehow got in my closet and peed on one of the boxes like years ago. Awesome. So everything was wet. Not It wasn't wet anymore, but, but there was that hint of urine. I was like, oh, my yeah. God. So they've peed on all of my lingerie that I forgot I had. Oh. And they peed on all of it. So I actually just threw it all away with the exception of the one thing I wore on my wedding night. And oh, I, threw everything, okay. I threw everything else away. I'm like, why? Why? What is it? Why is this necessary in life? And what did I? Why did I think this was cute? God, I don't even know what I wore on my wedding night. To be I perfectly hate. honest, I had to hold my eyelids open with toothpicks. Oh, I was you were so, so tired. I was so yeah. wasted. That's what my problem was. And Victor was in the bathroom for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, hurry up. <laughs> I'm going to fall asleep. It's like, what are you doing in there? I'm like, if you want to get this done or not. Because I'm like, otherwise we're doing it tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I was so tired on my wedding night. I actually, I foolishly suggested that we wait till the morning, but we had, he goes, we have to leave for the airport at like 5 a.m. Oh, and I said, oh, for the love of God. And he's like, so we don't, I mean, I mean, we could wait, but I mean, we'd still have to like, then that means we're waking up in like three hours to have sex anyway. And I said, You're fine. Like, Why do we have to do that? Why don't we just do it when we get toy? Right? You know, guys, they just have this issue with, you know, consummation. Well, you know, you look so you look so great on your wedding day. So it's like, you know, they want to get some of it. I understand. But it's like I, of course, and played the <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking wearing white on my wedding night. What a joke. Yeah, but I, I did. Know. I wore this like this white thing and it was really cute, though. And I, I did like it. But it's like, who am I fooling? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. And that I don't know about you, but wedding night sex feels so different than any other time i don't know what it is it felt very weird to me like Uh, it meant something i don't know why i I mean it's so strange but it felt different i don't know i think ours felt weird because well one i was extremely drunk and two ryan wasn't there and Mm -hmm. so it was odd to be the house by ourselves right so there was and and to know that we were leaving the next day to be gone for like three days by ourselves. Yeah. It just, the whole thing was just so surreal. You it, know? It, that's the word. It was surreal. Cause you know, we had kids too and we were yeah. alone and, and it was just like, wow. So this is legit. Like this is like happening for real. Not the sex part, but I just meant right. the whole thing. Like the is whole very, like honeymoon thing. Yeah. It was, just it was like, very odd. Yes. So speaking of, I have some ugly and awkward moments, spring break edition. So let's do those. Okay. It was spring break. 
and I was going to a show. Alice in Chains was opening for Extreme. Ooh. Yes. The More Than Words guys, which is whoa, hilarious. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Alice, Alice in Chains, Chains was opening, opening. for Extreme? Yes. Now that's So funny. that tells you the time period is like the, eight, the what mid- world does that happen? I know, right? Uh, who, where, what even happened to the Extreme people? I don't Those know. Those two Were brothers. They brothers. Yes. Okay. I actually, I actually bought, like them. I bought they their album. They only had like <laughs> two songs that were popular. There's a hole in my heart that can only be filled by you. Don't you remember? I thought that was like pornographia More. or something. And uh, oh, uh, yes. And then more than more words. than words. That video was played at nauseam. It was so popular. Do you know I just recently learned that song was about sex? More than words? Yes. It's about sex? They're basically saying, I want more from you than just words. Saying I love you is all I want. Oh, you're right. Oh, you pigs. They did that to get laid. I want you to do it to me. I'm sure it works Stop talking. Put this in your mouth. Let me fill my mouth. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Anyway... I had long hair at the time, and in case you didn't assume, I'm a man. Oh, okay. I was in the middle of the crowd, just minding my own business and enjoying the show. I feel someone slide their hand in to take hold of my hand. In disbelief that some woman would do such a thing, I look down at my hand, and sure enough, someone is holding my hand. I look up to find that it's another man, (laughs) who is just then realizing his mistake and is recoiling in horror. (laughs) He runs off in embarrassment. I wasn't bothered by him holding my hand, but to this day I'm confused and somewhat bothered that that man was his move. (laughs) That is a weird move to make on a woman, right? Just to start holding their hand? That's creepy. As soon as I felt someone touching my hand, I would immediately, like, you know, retreat my paw. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Actually, that should have been his first clue that the the person he was holding the hand with didn't recoil and go, what the fuck are you doing, you creep? Get out of here. Just get the hell here yeah, yeah. Right. it's like obviously it's a man who's going hey what's this it's a hand dipshit <laughs> i don't know who's more awkward the guy looking up going why are you holding my hand dude or the guy going oh my god and running off like a girl that's how men are you know yes. the one man thinks he's being sly the other man thinks hey a girl's holding my hand and then <laughs> two guys are holding hands for a few seconds so joe how was your spring break well a man held my hand at the Alice in Chains show. <laughs> Quite a story to tell. Okay, and here's the next one. It was late night. We were on spring break. I was on the beach and a bunch of my friends in college, with a bunch of my friends in college, and I yelled, let's go skinny dipping. There's always one. There's always one guy who does that. <sighs> I immediately stripped down naked and jumped into the ocean, and not one person followed me. <laughs> they all... They all all just laughed at me instead took my clothes and ran off i had to run back to the beach house by a couple of other families completely naked covering my junk oh my god of course it's a man of course you know what everyone's seen jaws they know what happens oh my god right and can you imagine being the one person that's like let's go skinny dipping and you take off your clothes and you fling yourself into the sea naked and you turn around and you're alone isn't that freezing cold i mean i guess if you're wasted you have no temperature but you have no sense of cold you just run into the sea feeling free and then you turn around and get the brutal reality that everyone's looking at you going you drunk what are you doing get out of the water you idiot (laughs) did you're gonna die did you see that (laughs) meme i posted the other day like how how you can gauge how drunk you are when you go to the bathroom 
No. Tell me. What? How do you gauge? It says you can gauge how drunk you are when you go to the bathroom. And I said, I know how drunk I am when I go to the bathroom when I sit down on the toilet seat and I can't feel my own ass. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. When I'm really drunk and I finally, finally decide to go pee, because in the back of my drunk mind, I know that the second I go pee, I'm going to be going pee every 10 minutes. Yeah. You break, you break the seal. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. But when you're alone in a, on a toilet, you immediately recognize the level of intoxication. No right. doubt. You're sitting there going, well, for me, I sit down and I'm, and I'm like, oh, my God, this feels so good because I had to pee so bad and I didn't realize. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm one of those people, too. If somebody was standing by the door, they hear me going, oh, God, you know, I'm so glad I'm peeing. God. And then I sit there and go, oh, wait a minute. I'm, I'm a little woozy. Oh, shit. I better drink some water when I get out there. But it takes yeah. me forever to like, I'll look in the mirror laughing at myself, buttoning my pants. Yeah, it's true. My friend, uh, he said that he'll be peeing and then he starts resting his forehead against the wall. Oh, no, (laughs) that's bad. To prevent himself from, you know, wobbling. I told you about the time that Daryl was so intoxicated on margaritas that he went into the bathroom. We were all in the backyard in our white trash outside pool. Okay. (laughs) It was me and his brother and Daryl. And we're all in the pool, completely hammered. We'd had so many margaritas. And Daryl goes, I got to go to the bathroom. So he he gets out of the pool. And so Brad and I are just talking shit. And it had been some time. And I go, you know, I know we're drunk, but I feel like it's been a while. So I go, I'll be right back. He goes, okay. So he starts swimming around. And I go into the house. And and the bathroom door is shut. And I'm like, hey. And I knock on the door. You all right? And I don't hear anything. So I open the door. He's buck naked on the floor. passed out cold oh no and i was like hello and i said oh my god and he's like uh. <laughs> so oh, i i said you can't be naked on the floor you've got to you got to get up so i i help him to the bed i get him get some clothes on him and i said party's over dude <laughs> daryl is party's done. over little sister mm-hmm <laughs> So Brad's oh, like, all right. So he sobered up and then drove home later that night. And then at some point, and of course I was drunk too, but not, I don't get hung over with tequila like ever. Well, if it's good tequila, it's different. Yeah. I never have a problem. I'm not saying that I don't get drunk and don't feel, I don't feel amazing, but I don't get the pukey headachey stuff. So I was just really, really tired. And at some point it was like eight o'clock at night and one of our kids came in and we were on the, we were sleeping or just resting, I should say. <laughs> right. And someone comes in and goes, hey, our dog got out. And I'm like, excuse me? He goes, and then I woke up and I'm like, what? And he goes, the neighbor's dog got out and they're panicking because they can't find him. And I'm like, okay. And the, the neighbors weren't home. And so I said, all right. So we literally had to get up and drive around the, sit, the town looking for this dog. Oh, it was see, in, it, my it response was would have been. So how is this my problem? <laughs> I know. But we really loved our neighbors. And so we went looking for the dog. We did yeah. get the dog. Ultimately, we did get the dog. But and then Daryl comes in later. And he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I feel like total shit. And I said, well, you had a lot to drink and you passed out. At like three o'clock in the afternoon. And he's like, oh my God, never again. He's never done that again. Oh my never. God. See, in the morning, I, I had the same routine. I would go get an egg McMuffin and a purple Gatorade. Oh, that's your mix? That was my remedy. For me, it's spicy Mexican food. Ooh, that's good too. It works so good. It works so good. Then I can actually sleep it off. After Burn I've those demons out. 
Pretty much. Pretty much. All right. Well, I think that's it. I think that's a wrap, Paula. Oh, well, that is a wrap then, if that's what you say. So that's what I say. thanks, everybody, for joining us. Um, like we mentioned before, it is getting ready to be springtime. So you might need some uh, things for your garden, things for your closet. You know, with all your spring cleaning, you might need to replenish some things. So please visit Amazon. Go to UglyTruth.com. And click on Amazon button and then go do your shopping. And um, if you wanted to get some makeup or some skincare items to uh, adjust to the temperatures and uh, the look of the season, we appreciate that too. So go to lipandclip.com and do your shopping there as well. Have a fabulous Wednesday and we will see you on Sunday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.